This is Consumed, a podcast featuring casual conversations with eaters, drinkers, thinkers, and makers around California Central Coast and beyond. I'm Jamie Lewis, and this is my 10th season, which means I've done 100 episodes. Let's celebrate, shall we? I want to start by saying thank you to a couple sponsors. First, I'm always grateful for Ranchos de Anaveros Wines in the Santa Maria Valley. Did you ever see the movie Psalm? Remember the young blonde guy who eventually became a master sommelier? His name is Ian Cobble, and he recently had this to say about James Anaveros' Native 9 2013 Pinot Noir. This wine left an indelible impression on me renewing my faith in California Pinot Noir's ability to age. Had I tasted it blind, I might have easily mistaken it for a polished and much more expensive Moray Saint-Denis wine from a Premier Cru vineyard. The 2013 Native 9 from James Onoveros' Heritage Vineyard overlooking the Santa Maria Valley is a wine any Burgundy producer would be proud to have made. This is high, high praise, my friends. Taste Ranchos de Onoveros wines yourself at the station in Los Alamos or learn more at ranchosdeonaveros.com. Thanks also to Slow Life Magazine, the publication that delights in sharing the spirit of San Luis Obispo, California. I'm considering writing about Hawaiian food restaurants for my next food column in the magazine, like Shave Ice at Big Al's in Avila Beach, Hawaiian Plate Lunches at Red Dirt Coffee House in Arroyo Grande, and Span Musubi at Kilo Kilo Brewing in Paso Robles. Want to learn more? Pick up Slow Life on newsstands at Boo Boo Records and Barnes & Noble, or subscribe at slowlifemagazine.com. Mike and Becky Hicks own Lincoln Market and Deli in San Luis Obispo, California, which is right around the corner from my house and their own house. If you've never been to this deli before, I'll describe it for you. Lincoln is warm and cheery, an old building that's been updated with colorful murals inside and out. There's a long communal table in the front room, a grocery section, a bottle shop, a boutique with fun things that anybody would want to buy, a patio, and my daughter's favorite section, the pinball and video game cave. It's situated deeply in a residential neighborhood, and Mike and Becky saw its potential long before they bought it. Listen in as they describe their journey as business owners and Sando Slayers. In our house, by the way, the favorite orders are the Rocky Balboa, the Tassajara Delight as a salad, that's Jake's order, the green eggs and ham breakfast sandwich as a burrito, and an all veggie on croissant. Now that we've covered that, here are Mike and Becky Hicks. Uh, so Mike and Becky Hicks, you're sitting at my table, we're drinking tea, it's August 2nd, it's hot outside, and you just got home from a camping trip last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where yeah. did you guys go? We were in Mammoth. Is that something you do regularly? I feel like you guys go to Mammoth. Is that something? No. No, uh, I've she actually had never, never been, been there. and I hadn't oh. been in, I, I'd been once, like... 20 years ago yeah so but we go to tahoe um, a lot maybe that's yeah, what yeah, I we're, tahoe a lot. we're more tahoe and just we just love mountains and you know yeah nature whenever we can get the opportunity to go yeah and, did but, you guys oh sorry go, go ahead Mike. no i was just gonna say mammoth is super cool yeah um, i didn't realize it was like the back end of yosemite kind of it's mm-hmm. like only 30 mm-hmm. miles apart so uh drive in through the desert yeah it's so scenic cool. and that highway 395 have you done that? 
I've never been to Mammoth. Well, you oh, guys are road trip cool. people yeah. now, right? Uh, well, only recently. Well, that should be, that's a good one to yeah, take. Put it yeah. on your list. Okay. Because the, it, it changes pretty dramatically yeah. over the course of getting there. Yeah, it yeah. goes yeah, like yeah. desert, desert valley, mountain valley, into the mountains. It's super pretty. Yeah. Very the scenic. Eastern Sierras are so different than like Tahoe and everything. So, and I've never been to Tahoe. Oh, geez. And I've never been doing? to Yosemite. Where you <laughs> so where, where do you go? <laughs> you know, I did, we grew up going on small trips. We'd yeah. go to Monterey a lot. Oh, We'd yeah. go to the aquarium and like get a hotel. And, but we didn't, we weren't massive campers. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, in high school, we got really lucky. My, my parents, we didn't grow up with a lot, but we got really lucky with some free uh, airfare, free, free plane tickets to the East Coast. So we went oh, to New cool. York, we went to Florida, cool, um, Chicago. Yeah. So, but I had never been, you know, I hadn't even really been outside the country other than Mexico until yeah. I was in college. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Lucky, but didn't see California a lot. Well, yeah. the good news is that uh, there's plenty of time and plenty of California to be seen. Aww. You know, yeah. so I went. I traveled a lot in California as a kid and camped. You I know, think I think relative both, close. We both camped a lot yes. as kids. So, and I loved it. And our kids still complain every time we go. So we're really trying to like <laughs> instill like you're going to be thankful for this. You're going to be thankful yeah. for this. And we're just trying to like drag them out and get Any, them anything to get them off technology we call it tech <laughs> yeah you know? sure um get tech time. Is, is a tech bonus. time yeah because they get too much tech time yeah. your we're, boys we're softies. they're oh, you're not softies you guys are great <laughs> and they are so i feel like they have tender hearts the they two do of them. they're mm-hmm. very very tender yes yeah Some, they are sometimes Precious. too tender they got but... yeah we're we're both pretty um we have a lot of emotions, you know. You both do. <laughs> so yeah, I think I they, I think they picked up, they picked that up from us pretty, pretty heavily. But, yeah, you know. Oh, I good. love that though. I would rather that. I would rather a tender-hearted child than like a, you know. I saw. Sorry, but I saw a kid at the beach yesterday afternoon who was just like he was just rambunctious. Like he was a lot. Yeah. He was scooping sand and like chucking it. Oh, that's There's our a little yeah. touch of that too. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, a kid is a kid, but like into his sister's eyes yeah. and she's crying and he's doing it again. Yeah. Like yeah. that kind yeah. of thing. Where Sibling like, stuff. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we battle that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they are siblings. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Close. Yeah. You know what yep. your kiddos. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys both grew up in California, but not close mm-hmm. to each other, right? No. 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 Where'd you grow up back Well, kind of close. I grew up, uh, I grew up in Bakersfield. I'm just kidding. It's cool. No, I'm very proud of it. No, um, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was from Bakersfield. Um, great place to grow up. Mm-hmm. My whole family, well, not my whole family, but a lot of my family is still there. And um, it's a, it's a great community. Yeah, and, it is. But I turned 17. I graduated high school at 17 because there was no TK then. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, I bailed out and I moved to San Francisco right after I yeah. graduated high school. You don't happen to know anybody in the DeWars family, do you? You know, that sounds very... Candy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't know if I know anyone directly, okay. but it is such a small town, yeah. but it's ginormous at the same time. So yeah. my dad probably does. He okay. was um, the principal of Bakersfield High School for... Her dad knows everyone. He, he's Your like, dad? I keep telling him to run for mayor. He's, yeah, he knows everyone, Aww. which is hilarious because now we're the people who like run into everyone in town. You are, and, yeah. And I I was like I can't I told myself I would never be that person <laughs> I would always get I would always get so mad at my dad when we were going shopping at the mall and take oh. 30 minutes to get from store to store but yeah it's a great great place to grow up yeah so you moved to San Francisco did you go to college did you take on work right away you uh, both I um 
yeah, I started working when I was like 14 in a, in a restaurant, um, as a hostess, you know, classic story. Yeah. Um, and then worked all through high school and then, uh, moved to San Francisco because I didn't really get into any other schools that I wanted to get into. And my brother was in San Francisco and I thought it seemed like a fun place to be. Um, so I moved up there and went to SF state. Nice. Um, and then started working in restaurants and we actually met working up there. Um, okay, so that's where you met up. Yep. Yeah, I was friends with her brother. And um, me, we, we, we had this group that kind of all worked in the same place, mm-hmm. um, Sports Club LA, mm-hmm. which is like a Wait, weird... Wait, in San Francisco? Yeah. In, in, I know, right? The, the name, it's LA. It's an urban yeah. country club. So it, it's oh. a gym, basically. Yeah. And it's, um, but more like an urban country club. There's a restaurant, a bar, a salon... Um, it's not there anymore. It is. It's just, uh, I think it's Equinox now or yeah. something. Okay. It's so really it's like cool. a gym. It's, I mean, it's, it was connected to the Four Seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's wow. really nice um, above, like right on Market Street. Um, oh, it's, yeah. it's highfalutin it's, stuff. It's one okay. of the, yeah. Gotcha. But I wore a purple polo. I worked in the in the cafe. My, again, my brother got me the job there. Yeah. And he was a, a bartender there. And we just kind of commingled in the same group. And um, when I kept taking my, my lunch breaks at the bar with him and Aww. found out he was a musician and then he gave me a CD and you know, we just, oh. kept, we just instantly connected. So, yeah. um, so yeah, yeah. that's kind of, we've always worked together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you seem complimentary also, you know, one does what the other one is maybe not as strong at. And I mean, I just, yeah. I yeah. assume that because that's good partnership. Yes. No, I, I think like that's that. true. She's the extrovert for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And the good-looking one. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> she is for cute. Oh, geez. Um, so, but yeah, it works out. Um, I think that's she how most... She also works a lot harder than me, so that's nice for <laughs> what me. What do you mean? Tell me about that's that. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> um, she never stops, really. Mm. Um, she, whether she's at home or... At work, she's constantly moving. Well, he um, says that nicely to you, but he calls me a busybody when I'm at home. I mean, when, <laughs> He's like, when can we you get, just sit down? When we get home, oh, I need man. to like decompress. Mm-hmm. I need to chill, um, do my thing. And she just, like 10 o'clock, well, she'll finally sit down on the couch. And it's like, that's mom okay. stuff. You know that? <laughs> well, I think you, <clears throat> it sounds like you default to that. I mean, I, I don't honestly, uh, you know, for hosting a podcast and meeting so many people, um, I am an introvert. I get my energy from being alone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you probably, I'm guessing Becky, get your energy from being with people. Yeah. You feel filled up when you're with people. Yeah. I like, you know, I, I have alone time for sure is, is something that I enjoy, but it's not, I don't need much of it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I'm a third child. I just, I'm used to just always being around people. So third child. Those those folks are very accommodating. I find a little too much sometimes. Well, I could see that. (laughs) Are you first, second, third? I'm second. So, um, I have an older brother, so Mm -hmm. I'm a youngest. Um, but we both come from blended families. So there's step, brothers half. sisters mm-hmm. um she has two half brothers mm-hmm. younger yeah okay yeah so it's all a big mess yeah really <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely mess <laughs> a beautiful We're, mess yeah, yeah it's very dynamic yeah i would say yeah. which is i think but, how we connected when we just kind of yeah we're both kind of like 
that we, even we have a lot in common yeah, i'm yeah. glad we're figuring this out <laughs> i know and i'm also thinking you're you're both not firstborns which uh-huh. i think me- makes a difference i don't know yeah being it all yeah being firstborns after the first are, they're a little bossy no it's true bossy Organized. and like Organized. Well, organized and controlling and like yeah. yeah you just need things the way and we're all very grateful for it because we're the floundering yeah. you know younger yeah. children well and I tell you I mean you can tell Jackson and I tell Corbin yes. because they're both firstborns yes. that um you know bossy is one word for something but that's like the liability size yeah. side the you know the um asset side is you're a good leader absolutely, absolutely. so i'm like constantly hounding him about okay well what's a good leader right. move that's here a not a like yeah. do what i want you to that's do. that's a really good totally way to look agree. at it and spin and, the positive side yeah. well we yeah. all we all can do that yeah. too yeah you yeah. know we all have positive and so mm-hmm. so mike where did you grow up where were you a kid uh I was born and raised in San Luis Obispo. What? Yes. <laughs> I didn't well, know actually, that. no, not really. Um, well, I kind of. I was born here and lived here until I was like five, okay. and then moved away to Palo Alto, like mm-hmm. my elementary school years, and then um, moved back in seventh grade. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're so yeah. graduated yeah. so high. Now Slow maybe high. I, I, I'm starting to remember that. Is your grandma? Was she in this neighborhood? Uh, no. Okay. Okay. No. No, no, no. no but no. you use your grandma's meatball recipe. Is that right? No, we <laughs> kind of, um, I mean, it's maybe you're picking up that, huh. I mean, my grandma was kind of my, I guess, earliest like food influence. Your home activity. Maybe that's where uh, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. She was always, I mean, my mom was like a single mom, mm-hmm. um, Breakfast for dinner, yes. Uh, taco night, you know, <laughs> three times a week, that kind of deal. No mm-hmm. time to cook, and so around the holidays or whenever we're with my grandma, she would always cook. And she wasn't like an amazing cook or anything. Mm-hmm. She would just actually cook food, yeah. whereas my mom didn't. Um, so to see that uh, was was always like super comforting to mm-hmm. me. So mm-hmm. I think that um, I guess would be like the family influence yeah. um, as far as like food goes for me. And at Lincoln, you are the food guy, I believe. I don't I mean, mean to short yeah. trip here. I don't know, here, no, that is, at Lincoln, was... at home, he is the food guy. Mm-hmm. I am yeah, the logistics I, I person. I like to cook. I like to cook dinner every night almost. Yeah, um, awesome. As far as the food guy at Lincoln, definitely. Yeah. Um, but we take stuff from... Our employees, you know, if our employees have ideas as far as what they want to do or try stuff, yeah, I think we get a lot there. Yeah. Um, I think that mainly we're we're just down to experiment and try things, and mm-hmm. if it works, then great. If it doesn't, toss it aside, yeah. and move forward. I think when we first bought the business, we brought like a handful of like recipes and yeah. things that the previous owner didn't have. Yeah, I thought um, you inherited a couple anyway. We we, we inherited a lot and it's um San Luis Obispo and it's sandwiches California. and mm-hmm. I mean you can go us uh, Gus's and High Street and one <laughs> sa- one sandwich is like on every single menu yeah. and it's because it's been that way for 25 years right. and yeah. um, And who doesn't love turkey and avocado? You yeah, know, what I mean right. like, like I mean you classic. see it like that like turkey uh cranberry cream cheese totally. literally it's on every menu. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know who came up with that however many years ago, but yeah. you know, you try and bring new things to the menu but mm-hmm. you also try and 
keep it consistent and go with what and people like. Give the people yeah. what they want. Um, yeah. So we're we're kind of always like finding that yeah. balance. Yeah. Um, we've we've jumped ahead too much. I'm so sorry. Tell me about so you meet. You get married, or you meet, and yep. you eventually you get married, but you... Yeah. Um, in a roundabout way, yeah. We, yeah. Well, we did that okay. backwards, We did it all too. kind of backwards. <laughs> what yeah. do you mean? We met, we were together for a long time. There's a bit of an age difference between us, so we we dated for a long time, kind of, you know, on and off, but mostly on, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we kind of hit that, that point. We're living in the city. He was there for 10 years. I was there on and off for, like, seven-ish mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, time for a move. And we were either going to like go travel or move to the East Bay or do something, maybe move to San Luis. And we kind of found a beautiful home in our neighborhood that was uh, a fixer upper, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, from the 50s and gorgeous. And we wanted to do that. So we moved to San Luis, Mm -hmm. got the house, renovated it, and then Mm -hmm. um, got pregnant with Jackson. And then he was born and then the Lincoln opportunity came about, yeah. um, which I'm sure we'll chat about. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then we were like, yeah, we should probably get married now. Like yeah. we like, we really like each other. So oh, that's what right. you mean by roundabout. Yeah. We did the gotcha. house, the kid, the business, and then got yeah. married. And then we had our second yeah. one. He's like, he's our traditional child. Yeah. So, that's, yeah. I love that though, yeah, because you're backwards. like, okay, I think we can be married. Yeah, now we right. know. Well, yeah. you, you know, life goes, it's fast. It just yeah. like, there's moments that are, you know, you have all these years that nothing really happens. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, boom, boom. Opportunities yeah. arise and you just, you go with the flow. Yeah. You know? Pretty non-traditional. It wasn't, it wasn't an issue. But it wasn't a big deal. Like our no. families, it wasn't a, it wasn't a thing. Right. So, Love it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So when you found out that the business or was it the business was for sale or the building or what? The business what was for sale. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we had moved here and, yeah. and we lived down the street for anybody that isn't aware we live down the street um, from you and from I know, the business. I know, it's we're our, like identifying our little there. neighborhood. I know, um, but we're so lucky. Um, and it's a fantastic neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we, you we know. We were fans. We would go in and yeah. we would get sandwiches just like people do like, this is cool. with us now. Neighborhood and, so cool. and we um, formed a relationship with Linda, mm-hmm. who was the former owner. Um, and, you know, we could tell that she was maybe over it yeah um and we wanted to do something like we would do our walks by there and be like wow like that would be cool you know um and we honestly we came to san Luis looking for like an opportunity Mm -hmm. like i was um very into like bartending and like mixology as it's you know yeah we we had both so it was Mm -hmm. like maybe a bar maybe a breakfast spot maybe a who knows? We yeah. were just kind of like coming here and looking at what San Luis maybe needed. Yeah. And we're going to do that. Um, and then Lincoln was there and we used to look at it and was like, wow, this is like so cool. But mm-hmm. like, there's so untapped. Here. It's such a different thing. Yeah. I mean, like, so listener, I've written about Lincoln Market and Delhi a couple times. And so I already know just I did my homework on one of these stories and realized that all of you Delhi's Gus's. High Street, um, and there's one other I'm not remembering, but they were all neighborhood grocers at a time, mm-hmm. and they were the hub of whatever neighborhood they mm-hmm. were in, which is why the Lincoln Deli is so, you know, it's in its own kind of compartment separate from High Street, which is separate from Gus's. Yeah. They mm-hmm. all serve. And all one, separate from downtown. Totally. Exactly. Which is really cool. What was the Wait, one that was downtown? Muzio's. Yeah, Muzio's. Yep. Yeah, which was... Yeah, which was, I miss a lot. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a cool like, spot. back in the day, that was... 
well, there was there was still a few, but that was yeah. always like the cool spot next yeah. to Moondoggies yes. when Moondoggies was right next door. Yeah. And um, they had the yeah. best bread and they had the best yeah. um, Italian sub. It was just yeah. delicious. But, yeah, yeah. So the fact that there's, you know, that those three delis are family owned still, mm-hmm. privately held businesses yeah. says a lot about how they've really ingrained in their community. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you f- my husband lived across the street from Gus's for a while and he was very loyal to them because yeah. that's yeah. where he lived. And now, God, you can't peel him away from your <laughs> yeah. patio. I love, I love the days where I see like Lulu and Corbin <laughs> separately and then you and then your yeah. husband like all at different times and none of you knew that the other one was there. It's, that's what we love about it. But we, yeah, I mean... You, you brought up a good point. It's so funny like how loyal people are because mm-hmm. like we'll like post something to Instagram and it's like high street this or this. And it's right. like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like what? Like it's so competitive and it's like, not to us though. No, right. not it's to competitive you. Right. to like, it's funny that the people, and but yeah. if you said that about a bar or like a barbecue spot, or a like, coffee it's, shop. it's not the case. Yeah. Like somebody can go to scout and ascendo and be sure. cool. But like, Sandwiches? No. Yeah, there's a lot. That's it's very so weird. True. And it's bizarre. Me not being from this town, I always thought that was the weirdest thing. I'm like, that is not. That's like a San Luis thing. I don't know what it is. It's so funny. People are touchy about yeah. their sandwiches. Yeah, they but are. we're not. We're no, we're like no. And actually, I'm not either. I love and, all of them. Yeah, exactly. And I think most people yeah. are like that. Maybe it's just social media. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe so. Well, a and you all bit. have such strong. Each place has such strong personality. Oh, yeah. Like it's true. so crystal clear one of the most amazing things about your business is how it's clear from start to finish exactly what it is yeah it doesn't pretend to be anything else it's exactly what it wants to be and I mean in a way I mean I know it's not a mixology bar but it Mm -hmm. is still a bar you've got taps you've got the bottle shop yeah Yeah. um, and it is a breakfast place Mm -hmm. and you know and it's this um the fact that the gosh the pinball games and the games in the back is Yeah. yeah It just invites people yeah. to stay. Yep. Yeah, well, we, I mean, so, you know, uh, he touched on it a little bit, but, you know, we've both been in, in the industry for, you know, our whole lives. That's the only kind of job I've ever had. I've never worked in retail, mm. anything like that. Um, and we have a passion for vibe and yeah. customer service and experience and hospitality, hospitality yeah. first mm-hmm. and foremost. And we, you know, we'd always talked when we first started dating and, We've worked in every type of restaurant, you know, um, I've worked at corporate steakhouses, you know, mm-hmm. tequila bar in San Francisco. I, when we moved to San Luis, I actually managed the Madonna Inn, uh, the oh, steakhouse and did. yeah, I got that job before I moved and it was like this really big girl job that I was like, wow, okay. Uh, that's cool. And that so well, they're, they're like, le- they're going to let me manage this place. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So that was a, that was a cool, I mean, that was my like fast track to learning San Luis and, you know, the expectation of, of a family owned business and Mm -hmm. they do an amazing job there. And I learned way, way more than I expected. Um, it was kind of a crash course in, in management. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was great. And he, you know, helped open the Eureka Burger downtown. Oh, you did. I did. That was our first. I had never managed a, I, I was a bartender, you know, I managed bar, I managed a bar in San Francisco for five years and, but never like a corporate restaurant. Yep. But it was mildly corporate uh, at that point. It was, it was starting out. Um, and it was great. It was a great learning experience. It, Mm. um, you know, had its downsides. I wasn't sure, but, um, yeah, it was, 
I learned a ton. We mostly awesome. learned that we really wanted to be our own boss yeah. at some yeah. point. Well, that's a valuable lesson yeah. to learn. And, yeah. and the Madonna family is great. They, um, you know, they give people a lot of, you know, autonomy and a lot of, you know, a lot of structure at the same time. So mm-hmm. um, I learned how to manage and do a schedule and run a staff way more so um, than I would have known how to do. So, you yeah. know, we're grateful for every step, but... Um, yeah, I think that was the biggest lesson is like, okay, like we've worked as like the actual employees we've managed and now we know that we want to do something. Yeah. Um, that isn't to say we knew what we were doing. No, at all. we had no idea when what we were we, doing. No, <laughs> when I, we bought that place, idea. it was like, okay. Uh, I remember thinking like when we first like hired people, like those first people, it was yeah. like, you mean you really want to like work for us? Okay, like that's cool. Yeah, we were really excited about um, that. I bet so that would be a it, cool moment. I remember that being a weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and like we're like in charge of these people. Like that's yeah. kind of weird. But what yeah. was it like? I'm always curious because I've never done it before. What's it like to like drop the check on buying a business? <laughs> what did that feel like? Uh, stressful. Um, yeah. Wild. It's really you know that part of it is. A huge, obviously huge thing. Mm -hmm. But then there's all these other things that you have, nobody tells you. Like, I mean, I didn't take business classes. I, you know, I was marketing major and I'm not even very good at it. Um, Hey now. Nobody, nobody, (laughs) nobody really tells you that like there's all these other things that need to be done and all these different, and you learn by doing and um, you figure it out. I mean, we're still figuring it out and we're in year nine. So I, I, Mm -hmm. on COVID, I mean, that's a whole other, you had to learn it all over again, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, COVID for us was, I mean, we always just kind of like knew that if something crazy happened, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's COVID or, you know, everyone quits on us or yeah. whatever it or is. Everyone like, hates whatever, our sandwiches one day or something. Uh, that <laughs> right? we could always go back to like, okay, me and you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like always like our default setting of like, we got this, we know we can do it because we know we can do it, Mm -hmm. you know? And if it's just us two working there, like we could do that. Yeah. That's great. We may, we may not be able to make as many sandwiches, (laughs) but we may not want, we have to pull the Uh, break on it. So that's kind of how COVID was for us is like a lot of people left because you know, they're college kids and we scaled way down and part of that was really nice. Mm -hmm. Um, just to kind of get back to, you know what we did obviously yeah. it wasn't it was horrible yeah. but um mm. you know there were certain things about it that were like wow this is cool yeah um yeah so. yeah we were lucky that we were able because we have the grocery component yeah um so you know this wild thing of like you're essential you're not essential you're essential and it's like this like wait but we have to be open but we don't know what we're supposed to be doing and we're scared and you know, we were we were putting on masks before anybody told us to, mm-hmm. and pulling seats before we were supposed to, and so we were like in that space. A little bit of guilt, you little, know, yeah, a little bit of survival guilt. Is not able to be open. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're still making sandwiches. It's like okay, yeah, well, I don't know. Weird. It's all weird and but whatever. We, but, we took that grocery um, part of it seriously, and we did everything we yeah. could. But it definitely was, um, you know, a screeching halt kind of a situation. And, you know, doing that for a couple of months, we kind of, you know, we burned ourselves at both ends, like everybody did. And we, fortunately and unfortunately, didn't binge Netflix or do I, we were, we were there like stressed out crazy every day. And then we just kind of, you know, 
recalibrated every time we could and and reassessed and yeah, we still are try <laughs> it's not try to take yet. care of right. our employees yeah. and keep everyone safe and yeah let's take a quick detour here to talk about another consumed supporter slow food co-op's mission is to empower health and well-being in the community by providing quality groceries local produce and exceptional customer service Slow Food Co-op sources from local producers, ensuring they offer their shoppers great food and household staples. Slow Food Co-op is your friendly neighborhood grocer, maintaining non-GMO standards and a variety of organic selections. You can find Slow's only community-owned grocery store and their website at slowfood.coop and visit the Slow Food Co-op in-store at 2494 Victoria Avenue in San Luis Obispo, California. And I know, I mean, I was going to ask you what's been your biggest challenge aside from labor, because I know finding people right now is really yeah. challenging. Yeah. And maybe it always has been, because I think labor was already difficult before. Well, the, biggest... the hardest thing about our business, and I would assume everyone else's business, is always the staff. Yeah. You know, it's always finding people, um, finding good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we are. Finding people that have the same just getting everyone to pull in the same direction is, is yeah, tough. Yeah. Um, besides that, I, think, I would, I would say like finding time for ourselves. Cause like when everyone yeah, leaves, yeah. then I mean, there was a certain point where we were working for literally a month straight and we're just like, this Could, isn't why we did this, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, right. which is why we're closed a couple of days and it's, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. We're trying to figure out yeah the future and what we're going to do. But I mean, we bought this business for a lifestyle, a certain right. thing and being in our neighborhood Balance. and not to kill ourselves, obviously. Of course. Yeah, work um, hard, but not, yeah. you, you know, not, not be a slave to the business, yeah, but not suffer. Yeah. And, and not have that kind of stress for our customers too. Cause at yeah. the end of the day, like we're, we're advocates for our employees. We want to put out a good product. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be consistent, quality, and we also want to like have a good experience, which is what you know he's saying is at the end of the day, everything that we why we bought the business and why we work in it every day, and mm-hmm. um, you know because we care. Yeah. So you know we had to find ways to kind of balance out, like everybody did, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's been crazy. But mm-hmm. I think it it's recalibrating and. I think the biggest challenge now for everyone in the restaurant industry specifically, <clears throat> but I think every industry is uh, just expectations of um, the bounce back speed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like what are we doing? Yeah. 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 Because well, people are getting out, they're vacationing, sure. they're, you know, they're vaccinated or not or whatever. And then they and, go to a restaurant. It's like, well, why, like, why is it taking so long? And right. it's like, why? And you <laughs> see like help wanted signs everywhere. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Um, so Yeah. That's I think hard that's for a everyone. good point is the expectations of like, you may be through this in your mm-hmm. own personal life, but a lot of people still aren't. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, and everybody just, coming all together, descending at once, which they are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not a machine that yeah. can just crank out, yeah. toss a heart of lights. Yeah. yeah. Long I mean, we try our hardest, sure, but, sure. Well, I just, I but it's human I, beings making yeah. food. I just right. read some Hawaii is having a really hard time with that right well, now. Or everybody Maui I know has been to Hawaii. Yeah. 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 Right. Everyone wants to go because yeah. they want to go to Hawaii, obviously, yeah. Yeah. but you know, it's hard for them. They yeah. had to so. shut down when we were on our big road trip. We tried to go to Arches National Park. And oh yeah. I remember I think, seeing you posting about that. I think that. we got there like 830 and they said, nope, no more cars. Yeah. 
it was just it's and Moab is like um I think that it's being in a way destroyed mm. because people when they can't get into arches then they're going to the bars they're going out they're taking hikes on places that just were never intended to have right. so much foot traffic yeah. yeah and so um anyway yeah it's a very weird response yeah it's a ripple effect yeah you know and yeah. I think most people are well-intended, you know, they want For to sure. go and, oh, I'm going to go there. I want to su- support and do that. But it's, but maybe haven't you know, recalibrated. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What the, I think it's just time. And I think, yeah. It and, and I think the places that are doing well right now are places that are like owner operated yeah. and, you know, Absolutely. that are, you know, that are adjusting and cal- and recalibrating and, um, you know, saying, I'm sorry, but this is what we have to do. That's yeah. good for the business. I saw spoon trade. Uh, they took some time off and I Love think that's it. fantastic. Yeah. And I'm sure they got people saying negative things and sure. maybe Yelp reviews or whatever. But I think the coolest thing that's come out of this whole tornado is, um, that people are starting to kind of stand up for themselves in the small business space mm-hmm. and say, you know what, I thank you so much for your support, but we have to do this and this to make sure that we can actually still do what we can like for you as a customer yeah. and, yeah. and live our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a balance. Jake, uh, does not love that you're closed on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I remind him. No, we no, no. It's okay. Us. And I remind does. him, this is a family. They don't want to work on Sundays and they're probably short staffed. And yeah. so they have to take Sunday off. I yeah. mean, if you're going to take a day off, as a family, especially when school goes back, you I think know? that was that, the biggest thing. That was thing. the thing. It was like, okay, Monday, Tuesday. Um, well, that doesn't solve the fact that we would have our kids in the that's office right. all weekend. Well, so we, had, that's yeah. that's why we did that. A lot and of it had to do with when our kids were all on Zoom, yeah. and you know, everybody know. ultimately it's not ultimately us. that day is about our kids. Yeah, so yep. we could have time with them, but. I remind him and yeah. then he calms down. <laughs> yeah. I think no, and, and, it's, it's, it's and, an and honor honestly, for people to feel that way. Like yeah. it, it, it breaks our heart. Cause we do care so much about the customer and, and about our neighborhood. And that's at the end of the day, we love that we are so much of a community space. I mean, yeah. we could be making breakfast burritos, sandwiches, whatever. Um, when we, when we decided we wanted to own a business, it's, we wanted a, a community space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like by right, that was our, that was our inspiration I from the city. Byright. That was our, like, if we can have anything close to by right, then we're like, you have something well, close to by right. Well, and then we realized it's a little different. Uh, by yeah. <laughs> we're, I mean, well, no, but the feeling, I, mean, I would say like the texture of the feeling inside is not, it's not unlike by right. Yeah. We yeah. love that place. So yeah. do I, it's I could so eat cool. all yeah. of the ice cream. It's very, yeah, yeah it's yeah. very different, but it's the, it's the, you know, you see like neighbors meeting in front to grab yeah. flowers and you know, that kind of like community space. So mm-hmm. whatever that was, we wanted to capture that feeling. Yep. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, you know, I think the biggest thing about, you know, the, the, post COVID or pre or whatever we are in right now, um, and continue <laughs> to go toward. Um, I think the most important thing is, um, being adoptable and knowing that, you know, not everything is permanent and mm-hmm. things, I mean, I'm not saying we're uh, will or will not open or close on sure. certain days, but nothing's permanent. We'll recalibrate, you know, the kids are going back to school, thankfully. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just hired another manager who's fantastic. And, um, so things change, but, um, I think people's grace and patience have been very, very welcomed. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit about, I mean, there's, it's just a fact that you have been, you've been really open about Black Lives Matter. You've been very open about, you know, that this is, we are a welcoming community. Where does that come from for you? 
Where does that, I mean, because talk about COVID, yes, but then we (laughs) also, you guys were right, I mean, Lincoln Market in Delhi is right at the corner where the freeway was stopped, and there's just a lot of activity there last summer. Tell me a little bit about that. You want to take the lead on that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, geez, I don't know. I think from our staff, probably, I mean, we are of the mindset where we're we're all together in this, and um, I think just talking about like last year and like all the, the protests and everything, mm-hmm. our staff felt very strongly mm-hmm. about yeah. it. Not that, you know, and so did we, but I think to be as like, I guess, public about that, you yeah. know, we had the chalk written right. certain things. And um, I think what started that was our staff it was like, hey, can I draw this on there? And I was like, amazing. yes, absolutely yeah. you can. That's amazing. Um, I think it goes and, back to just the community aspect of it. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not a community if you're not inclusive and you're not, you know, if you're not saying, you know, we're not the the most like outspoken, you know, mm-hmm. about anything in our personal lives or, you know, our beliefs in the store, but we are a community space, yeah. you know, and we believe in having everybody's voice heard and, mm-hmm. um, you know, being supportive. And, you know, I'm, I don't know if some people saw the chalk signs and things and you know all the kiddos did the march which was super sweet um and cool Mm -hmm. uh i don't know if that i don't think there's anyone in our community that would be offended by that but Mm -hmm. we kind of were just like sorry i mean that it is what it is yeah deal with it and Mm -hmm. um, i I think uh, we are a little bit i mean we're a public space as well we're not just pushing some sort of agenda um I think that you do have to be a little bit careful as far as like not trying to offend somebody else that may not agree with that. So um, that being said, it's like a constant, you're towing this line of like, um, and and you do it on social media when we're posting Instagram. It's like, okay, we want to say, we want to be who we are and say what we want to say, but at the same time, try and remember that maybe somebody may not agree with this and that's okay too right um i think we got we we posted something about that and somebody was like correct had like a counter thing and was like well that's great too like Mm -hmm. you're more than welcome to come and talk about that as well right um which is inclusivity yeah exactly yeah 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 Yeah, we so yeah we're kind of like that across the I mean, there's been so many wild political things and everything, and it's we're very open to hearing everybody's opinion, but we're mm-hmm. also not afraid to put ourselves ourselves out there, out there as yeah. well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a tricky thing as a business owner to to kind of feel out those waters, but I think when it came to, you know, the Black Lives Matter, yeah, like I that, mean, that moment was... in time, it was it was definitely an important thing for us to make sure that people knew where we stood on that. Yeah. 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 Um, a a big part, I think of the Lincoln experience is all of these murals and all of the beautiful, I mean, you guys have been really good about, you know, not just beautifying a space, but it's jazzy. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, it's got that eighties vibe that I like. It satisfies my little Debbie Gibson heart. Yeah. Good, good, good. good. Yeah. We love doing, I mean, I'm looking at your bodies too. I know. We collect we, murals we on like, our body as well. Right. <laughs> Honestly, that's the way we think of the murals, like on our building. Uh, it's like, well, let's add this here. Like, yeah. and 
Buddy and Shelby at Canned Pineapple. They do such amazing Are so yeah. awesome. Yeah, so they're... it's like we just save a little bit of money. It's like our tattoos. Save a yeah. little bit of money. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we want to get this get on this part of the building. <laughs> well, you know, that uh, building is so cool. I mean, for the yeah. people who haven't seen it or been there, um, it's... You know, it's was built in 1941. It's got a cool flat roof and like the, you know, the deli sign Is on the like side. Is it like a marquee? We were trying to figure that out the other it day. It used to I, be, well, it was a bus know. stop back in the day. So yeah. no. it, there, that clock was like actually people like keeping track of time oh to like. Gosh. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it's like. Is it Art Deco? No, it's no. What is, what is the? Uh, well, I mean, it's, what's it the... looks Art Deco-ish to me. Yeah. just like the little lines that run yeah. along yeah. the top. But so the fact that it was a bus there's, stop there's no explains some to things. It. Yeah. The the column. I don't think there's a okay. Was yeah. a thing. It's not an old chimney or anything. No, it's just um, a look. It's right by the freeway. Yeah. So yeah. of course, maybe it was. Yeah, maybe a sign to get people. Yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, so we you know we love that building and it's it's just so unique and cool and I I mean. People are always like, oh, you should do Lincoln here and here and here. And we're like, but this building is like the the heart of our business because we like going in there every day. And, yeah. you know, that cool, that restroom sign. I'm like, it reminds me yeah. of like Rollerama when I was, you know, in, in elementary school. It reminds me of like the like the sign at the roller rink. And so <laughs> we like expressing it's a it's an old building. We didn't get to start it from the ground up. So you know, kind of like what he was saying with like the recipes or, you know, the different ways of cooking things. Um, we just kind of like throwing the spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks and sometimes that's a cool mural and sometimes it's you know something else but yeah, yeah the uh, the Abe Lincoln in the back yes mural. I have to tell you something about that continue yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that was actually our one of our original register one of our first employees, employees yeah um, oh really and she was she used to be a tattoo artist and was was an artist and um, we had this idea and she's like yeah I want to do it we're like, cool, just name your price. And she's like, $300. <laughs> We're like, oh my absolutely. <laughs> and it took okay, her, amazing. it took her like five days. Yeah, it was awesome. So, oh, yeah. That's so special. Okay, yeah. so about that, that mural. Yeah. There's, have you ever heard of George Saunders? He's no. a, Sounds really familiar. He wrote a book called Lincoln and the Bardo. Have I already told you this before? No. Okay. No. So um, I love that book. It was up for the Pulitzer. He won the Man Booker Prize for oh, this wow, book. I need to read that. It's about, it's very odd, but yeah. I love Perfect. this book. Yeah. It's about the life of Abraham Lincoln when his son died really oh, young. Yeah. And um, it's trippy. But yeah. anyway, the author, I had seen him before at like a book signing. And I had the signed copy of the book here at the house. Oh, and cool. so listener, we're like two blocks away from the deli. So I'm sitting outside. Do you know Malik? The yeah, DJ? he DJed our wedding. Yeah. Same. No, oh. yeah. He's <laughs> the best. Nice. So we were sitting, Jake, me, Malik are sitting out on the patio and here goes George Saunders into your restaurant with his no wife. Way. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, what is he doing here? Oh, whoa. And so I, I actually went up to him. I, I, I was the only person who rec- recognized him, but right. I was like, Mr. Saunders, you signed my book, Lincoln and the Bardo. It's just so amazing you're here and talking. He's the nicest man. Oh, cool. He's like been on Dax Shepard. He's oh, been wow. on all of them. So well, now I'm embarrassed. I didn't know who he was. I feel I very didn't bad. <laughs> even connect why he was at Lincoln. Oh my gosh. The mural in the I never got a picture. Yeah. I never got <laughs> anything. Isn't that so amazing? So he was on Google amazing. and saw oh Lincoln Deli. I'll was. Yeah. Oh Either that or like someone had said you've got to go to this place. Yeah. Oh, how cool. But anyway. Pretty oh, that's awesome. awesome. Oh, that's cool. great. Okay, well, I'm going to read that book now. Like 
I'm gonna. Check I, that I mean, out. I love it, but not everybody does. But check it out. It's yeah. very. Yeah. Well, I odd feel like it's a, okay. a literature that we have. We are required I to read. I think you must. Now. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. How funny! Totally. I know. Um, I do, and you do always want to keep it positive. I'm going to bring up though the fact that you were robbed one time. Ooh, I want to I know what that was like, and I actually didn't know you all that well. Yeah. What happened exactly? Yeah, that was a weird. Talk about trippy. That was weird. That was middle of the night. So that was what. Like it must have been early. a year in, two years um, in. Yeah, probably it's like two years stuff in. Stuff that like fifteen. It's like I, the for, kind I forget of thing now. That, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was weird. Uh, it's like so two a.m. or something. It was four a.m. Four a.m. And you know we have like the alarm thing on our phone, mm-hmm. and the alarm company called and. Like that week, we had begin getting a lot of like false alarm things because sometimes oh, like a fly, like, like a fly like, will be around and it'll set off or like a draft, it was or, or something. Yeah, and this so, was an older system. And for okay. some yeah. reason, um, you know, we had gotten like two that week, and um, so it happened again. And I was like, oh, it's it's got to be that. And it, this is four in the morning. You like yeah. waking up with the phone and yeah, disoriented. Um, mm-hmm. And so I didn't get to it. And then they called her phone yeah. and she actually picked up and they're like, she's like, no disregard, which <laughs> is, you know, the fly. yeah, it's, it's the just the fly. fly. We know what's happening. <laughs> and, and, and they were like, uh, no, no, it's not. You need to get down here. <laughs> you, you need to get down wow. there. And yeah. so I went down there and <laughs> I pull up and it's like the weirdest scene. There's a safe in the road. There's what? two cop cars and they're like, they're kind of just hanging out, you know, outside. Like everything went down, right? Yeah. Already. And I was like, what's that? Like pointing to the safe. And he's like, oh, that's your safe. Oh my and, God. Like, well, and, and so like I'm there and like still disoriented and I'm like, no, that's not my safe. And, and they were like, that's oh, right. that makes sense. Because the safe in the road had been like pried open. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't make sense that they were in our place breaking in and then prying open the safe. Yeah. So apparently they had that in the back of their car. And oh. when they ripped out, it fell out. Oh and that was the safe from G Brothers. Um, G Brothers. Yeah. Who, oh, who they, had they hit, hit before. More. Okay. Hit, um, I think two places before us and we were the first yeah, one with like know. an alarm system or that went off or yeah, something like so that. Wow. The other places didn't have an alarm system, I guess. Uh-huh. And so, um, but yeah, they, and you see it on video and it's really, um, weird. It's just yucky. And violating. <laughs> yeah, totally yeah. violating. And they were definitely like professional. They actually ended up catching the guy. Yeah. Like years later. Yeah. We got a like years a, later, we got like, like a notice DA. in the mail yeah. and, um, yeah, it's just violating. You feel like like insurance was really good, and yeah. they covered most of that. Didn't but the it community still come together a bit too? Do I remember that um, right? They, I mean, well, the next the next day, like we posted, it and the next day it was like super busy. Was like super <laughs> busy. Yeah, it was very everyone sweet. Was like coming there. Uh, which was awesome. Yeah, yes. but there was no like GoFundMe or anything like that. that okay. But we, I mean, uh, we knew that we had good insurance yeah. and mm-hmm. it was going to be fine. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just we learned just a lot. Up. Again, it was it's one of those business moment there. Yeah, and yeah. we learned a lot. And uh, we get all kinds of police officers coming in, and mm-hmm. one of them, um, this Jerry Lenthal, I think is his last yeah. name. Oh yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Um, you, I'm sure you know. I know, I know he's, of him. He's yeah. like famous. Yeah. Yes, yeah, he um, is a tall. He's a he's, a he's a powerful figure. He's yes, a powerful yes. and a very figure. kind person. Yeah, um, and he came in, and he would he had been coming in almost every day. Um, 
yep. was like, hey, can you show me like where where to like toughen up my my building? <laughs> oh, and that's so he hilarious. actually walked around, was like, you need to do that, that, that. Mm-hmm. And so we did. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to get in, they're probably going to get in. I mean, that's we have true of any of Yeah. So what you want to do is just be not an easy place to break in, yeah. I guess is the thing. So Yeah, but it's but all, yeah. it's most of it's random. I mean, yeah, that happened sure. to the Oriental Market recently, didn't it? Yes, it yeah. did. It did. Yeah. And I watched that video and it's just, it's just violated. crazy. Yeah. Well, and just to be, I, I don't know about you. I was never bold enough to do anything because at yeah. the Oriental Market, those kids seemed pretty young. Yeah, they did seem young. Hmm. I just never had an impulse to no. break into something. I mean, I don't want to out you if you did. Yeah. But it's I like, actually, <laughs> I, I, I did I once at Rite Aid, but I paid for it. So, you know, oh, you it that's awesome. I, I Yeah. 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 Oh, it, I think it's I not have, uncommon. I have to, I, well, our son actually did uh, <laughs> I shoplift as well. I uh, stuffy when I was like... <laughs> did you know. get found out or did you just keep it? No, I kept it. And then I, I think I returned it because I felt guilty. Yeah. I forget, or maybe I didn't. I don't know. I don't yeah. really know. But Mine, yeah, was, was, mine was candy. I, actually, our son yeah. did... Um, you know, our kids roll around the market. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they have no idea how great they have it. You know, candy and pinball no. and eat chips anytime they want it mm-hmm. um so i'm not gonna say where he was but actually i will because he went back and apologized and returned it you should you should tell the uh, the guy coming back oh yeah i want to hear that he actually oh had God. somebody who stole from us when they were in college a bunch so we, this was recently like a couple weeks ago we were working and um he's like can i talk to you and i know this second? i know this guy he's you know he's he a grown-up now you know this guy he's he like doing hey, like an amends yeah, yes, so he huh? he actually scared me because he's like, "Can I talk to you for a second, like outside?" And I was like, "Oh, bless his like, heart." Um, I'm sorry, oh, did absolutely. I do something wrong? And then he said, "You know, I, I was I was a college kid. You know, I've been coming here for so many years. I didn't and have any money. I, I was... You know, the money I had, I wanted to spend on other things. And I'd come in, I'd buy a sandwich, and I would I'd steal a beer. I would drink the beer. Um, and sometimes we'd find." You know, I mean, we know people are doing certain things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You were that. Yeah. And he said, you know, I did it a handful of times and I've felt guilty every time I've come in here for the last like, you know, eight years since then. And, um, hands is cash he, he gave us like 200 bucks yeah like, Dude, incredible. and i, I was like no but it's important that you accept it actually yeah he's like i can't i can't move forward without i can't come in here without like you accepting this and yeah so, so we're like okay. really cool that is so cool yeah, yeah. i so. cheated on an exam in college oh wow and i it haunted me oh. yeah haunted me yeah and i did it in a really like clever way Ooh, sneaky. yeah nice it was so I mean, effective nice, it scared me yeah. a little bit, you know <laughs> yeah and so i ended up i wrote a letter to my oh, professor really? and he was like let's let us never speak of this again and i was like oh, great yeah that's great that's great because a lot yeah. of people do bad things and don't ever say anything about I don't it know, the so. fact that it like it really bugged me yeah. Yeah. for many years and yeah. when i finally made it right it also connected me more deeply with him he could have said you know i'm going to take it to the dean we're going to revoke your yeah um he, he could have done anything yeah. mm-hmm. and he it just it's like it made me love him even more um yeah. and i got to we actually kind of emailed each other back and forth quite a bit oh, until he cool. retired and so anyway you just never know yeah yeah. You know, the beauty from ashes thing yeah, is absolutely. real. Yeah. yeah. Did your, were you going to say that one of the boys took something? Yes. Our oldest son was at Avila Valley, Mark, Avila Valley Barn. <laughs> and 
<laughs> well, he did the right thing. Do they thing. know this? No, well, he, he, I think he grabbed like a, a piece of candy and put it in his pocket. Yeah. Um, and he was with the sitter at we'll the time. We'll pay you back. No, 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 <laughs> no. No, you. no we, he was with his sitter at the time. Oh, and yeah. she and she noticed, um, you know, they were walking around feeding the animals and stuff. And she's like, Jackson, where did you where did you get that? Mm. And he's like, oh, I, I grabbed it. He was honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, you know, you need to go back and, and put it back. And you actually need to apologize to them and tell them that you did it. And he did. And yeah. I mean, I think it affected him. So do it while the stakes are low. Yeah, exactly. You know? And I always tell him, like, if you're gonna do something, just be honest right away. Because yeah. once you start lying on top of a lie, you don't know where to fi- where to scared straight. Yeah, yeah. scared straight, scared straight <laughs> at gosh. age six. You know. Yeah. Corbin was two or three at Avila Valley Barn. Yeah. I'm sure they see a lot of destruction. Right. There. Yeah. Um, he put his hand up. I was doing something. I was talking to somebody and he put his hand up over the pies, like the fresh oh, one. Wow. Pies, jammed his thing, yeah. finger and he went <laughs> into the thing. And the lady, the baker came right up and was like, and you're buying this. Yeah. Because, and it was like, you know, like a $30. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It was one of the better cakes. Yeah. It was. Delicious. You're like, yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. You guys, I, we could talk forever. Um, let me ask you what I ask everybody. If it were your last day on earth. Mm-hmm. And you were celebrating your life. Yeah. What would you eat? What would you drink? And who would you be with? And it doesn't have to be the same for both of you. You don't yeah. have to agree would, on it. Would you be with me? Of course I would. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you every That's day, nice. all yeah. the time. Just, just asking. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. I would, you know, I mean, you'd be with your closest friends and family, of course. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, have I, a, think... I have a pretty small group what? of friends. So, you know, I'd probably be with. my little group of of girls and my massive family and I'd drink martinis and eat oysters. Yeah. Oh, Becky. I love oysters. Listen to you. I hated oysters until we we like to dine. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Hard. Absolutely. Martinis Uh, and oysters. That's your next tattoo. I dine hard. hard. That's a good idea. And then probably a big old delicious pasta dish because I try to, you know, try to do something lighter. Oysters. This is like a a rat pack dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Velvet banquet. Very nice cheese. Yeah, we like to get bougie when we can, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Delicious things. I think whatever mm. is brought out, I would just enjoy it as long as I was around the right people and as long as there was martinis involved. I, that's yeah. great. Is it martini for you too? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Gosh, yeah. it's nice that you agree. We, yeah. I inherited that. He inherited that from his dad and I quickly jumped on that bandwagon. So... Yeah, we we love to we love to do that. That's high octane. Yeah, respect yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no more than two though. That's the max. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Note to self: when I take you out, yeah, no more than two. Yeah, no more yeah. than two. You Sounds guys are good. the best. Lincoln is our backyard. We appreciate you. And I'm sorry it took so long to get you on here. No, Thanks for coming over. we're happy to be here. Thank Thanks you for, for having us. Thank you for listening to Consumed. It means a lot to see how the podcast has grown in 100 episodes. And it's all thanks to you listeners. The podcast is edited by me this time around because Chris Lambert is amazing and busy with other very important stuff. But he's still forever part of the Consumed family. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review and share with all your buddies. Okay, until next time, I'm Jamie Lewis.